I'm Ben Klunt. And I'm Stephen Brown. In 2019, we started this podcast as an accountability tool for our health and our business goals. Through our discussions, interviews, and sharing of our successes and difficulties, we've learned we have a passion for leadership. In 2020, we're striving to grow our own leadership abilities by focusing on learning from great leaders in business and life, and continue to share our successes and struggles on this journey. We'll continue to have raw and candid conversations while sharing our own insights and experiences with our goal being to grow as leaders and as people. You're You're listening listening to Ordinary to Extraordinary. Hey Ben, Ben, can we record now please? Oh, I'm just figuring out, you know, the whole bomb thing below my house with my children, but you know, that's cool. Did you piss somebody off? Okay, I don't know. North Cedar Road and North Wall Street, police activity reported in bomb squad incident. That's like, literally, touches my property. (laughs) (laughs) So if Ben runs away, he got an actual notification that... So went if, boom, boom. Yeah, if, if I gotta go, I guess we know why. Racing up the hill. <laughs> cool. Who sent you this notification? I just saw it on our community thing. There's a community page, essentially. So you were on social media when we were trying to record? Well, you said we're not recording yet, so I said sweet. And then. But then I fixed the problem. That's what I do, I fix things. Or you mess them up. No, I fix things. To the uh, annoyance of every girl I've ever dated. <laughs> See, you're not. Nah, you're leaving out. There's an asterisk next to that. You're, there's an asterisk. Is you think you've fixed things? No, I offer your solutions. version. Of it. I offer good solutions. They don't want solutions. They don't want a. They don't want a solution. They just no. want to. Just want to tell me what's wrong. Yeah, they want you to be empathetic. If I tell somebody what's wrong, I'm expecting them to give me a solution, dude. Again, here we go. Let's talk about Stephen's love life. Let's not. Have you been dating anybody recently? Oh, behave yourself. You used to talk about that all the time. Behave yourself. <laughs> behave yourself. You sound, oh, watch yourself. Behave yourself. <laughs> <laughs> watch yourself. Remember that? Oh, that was good. Yeah. There was a video that we played on the car ride home. Uh, well, so Stephen and I and two other buddies Patrick and Travis all went down to play Palouse Ridge awesome golf course ate me up Travis shot the best he's ever shot in his life Uh, we saw our big friend Patrick get angry a few times because this ball didn't go the direction it was and Steven was Steven but hey I putted really well my putting was on point putting on point yeah but when we were driving back I had to share that video with some other friends that we had drinks with last night (laughs) the loophole video yeah. Oh, I haven't gotten any responses yet. Had you seen it before? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, the SNL, right? Or whoever it is that does it. Oh, that's not SNL. That's like... Because I love Jesus. Gonna... Yeah. I'm not yeah. going to sing the rest of it. It's a funny one. It is. But Lots if you want if you want to see it, just do a YouTube search for the loophole and excuse the foul language because it's hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's a naughty video. But mm-hmm. it's funny. I mean, it's comedy. But... Yeah. Okay. Welcome to Ordinary to Extraordinary. I'm Ben Clunt. This is my Scottish friend, Stephen Brown. 
Oh, we're friends now? Well, for the moment. Until you piss me off. (laughs) (laughs) This week, I was chatting with somebody who's like, yeah, I used to be involved with Youth for Christ in the past, and I was... He came up to me. He's like, hey, I've been listening to your podcast. I want to talk to you about it. And I'm like, oh, geez, great. And I offended somebody with something that I said. Like, you know, he's, and then he emails me. He goes, how dare you call someone a dick bag? <laughs> that was when I think I started out our one of our podcasts by calling Stephen a dick bag. He's like, actually, it's got a lot of good content. I really like it. But so maybe there'll be more to come with that connection. But just teasing it. And Stephen, you're still a dick bag. Yeah, you've called me a dick bag multiple times, so I'm used to it. Well, uh, you know. I also call you some names here and there. Occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> here and there. You mean every 30 seconds? Ben didn't know what we were talking about today, despite us having a conversation about it. So he showed up with no notes, not prepared. He's not following the Boy Scouts motto of be prepared. Um... <laughs> So actually, I am prepared because I've been living this. Oh, you have? I've been living this. Where did it go wrong? As soon as I became friends with you. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a good track in life, Stephen, then I met you. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about personal growth and how important personal growth is. And before you reach off, your sweet, reach for the button and press off, it's not going to be all cheese and cheer and... There's going to be some substance here. So, um, yeah, I... Can we talk for a second on cheese and cheer? Cheese cheese and cheer? Yeah, what is that? (laughs) Cheesy. So it's not going to be all cheesy and, hey, you can be anything you want to be. Because that's a crock of shit. I feel like you should walk out on stage with, like, those thumper things and boom, 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 boom. And you can, like, go thumping and come out into the crowd and, what do you want to be? What do you want to be? Like, you can go full Tony Robbins. Yeah, no. <laughs> I wouldn't be that guy. I'd look at I'd look at the guy in the front row and be like, yeah, you need a haircut before you even think about being anything else. You need to lose 20 pounds. You need, and Yeah, that's what I would and do. And then you would never have another gig again. Exactly. Yes. That's why I don't do what Tony Robbins does. But. Yeah, because okay. you, you can't do anything you want to do unless your work matches it. But can we? Can I start with something? Absolutely, go for it. So, personal growth and development is today's topic. Like you said, with all things we talk about, right? Before we put a plan into place, is knowing what the end is going to be, right? I think for personal growth and development, not at all times, but there needs to be some idea of what you want the end to be. Like, what are you developing for? Yeah, or two, or whatever you want to say. So. Goal setting with regard to personal development. Do you do that? It's part of it, yeah. How do you do it? We've talked about how we set goals before. With regard specifically to personal development, though. I think for me, it's it's mostly just... So It's funny that you mention a plan, because I've got... The very last thing I was going to talk about was a plan. Um, but basically, you plan, you act... You reevaluate and then you repeat it. Mm-hmm. So four four steps: plan, act, reevaluate, repeat. See, I, yeah, and I'd even say like before your even first point, the point, you know, point five, you know, before first point is like even set goals, then plan, then react. Well, the setting goals is the planning for me, you know. So I guess I'll look at it from, and, and I've actually I, I typed out this message. It's like. Are you happy where you are or do you have a personal growth plan? 
right? Hmm. I think for me, the goal setting and the personal growth is all about getting to your goals, getting to your promised land, but also kind of, I've got the reevaluate part because I don't think you've ever truly arrived. So I was going to say, you know? it's like enjoying that process too. And right? we've talked about that before, where even um, CEOs and inventors and, and people that have these amazing products, it's the wabi-sabi concept. And I know you wabi-sabi. love when I talk about wabi-sabi, but there's a reason that tomorrow Apple are having an event to release an iPhone 12. And it's because the iPhone 11 was great, but it wasn't finished. It wasn't all it could be. The, it's the wabi-sabi concept. I just to keep coming back to it. It's the, like I said, Apple have an event tomorrow morning because the 11 wasn't good enough. The 12 is going to be better, but they're already working on the 13. You know, it's not only that it's not good enough. Like if the technology never adapted or changed, maybe it would mm-hmm. be good. But maybe you'd learn more and you'd adapt with it, right? But mm-hmm. I mean, if everything was always static, you'd never have to change. Yeah. Look, this podcast exists because you and I were seeking personal growth. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And In business and health. And and more than that, I mean, emotional growth, spiritual growth. Well, and we still are. I don't think that pursuit ever ends, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you talked about arriving, but I was like, I don't know if you ever like have a goal that you arrive at with personal development, right? It's just a continual thing. Like you're always going to be growing and you're never going to know everything and you're never going to have just arrived. Yeah. And this is something that even I, you know, struggle with at times, right? It's like wanting to have arrived at something and having these arbitrary goals that you set in your mind to where you want to be or who you want to be, right? When I'm not sure you'll ever be that person. And I think when this is an odd connection, I think the only time you become that person that you have always wanted to be is when you give up on being the person almost that mm-hmm. you've always wanted to be and just find comfort in being who you are. Mm. And embracing who you are. Like, you can be an asshole. You know that. You talk about how you're candid and you're fine with it. Okay, you're not talking about settling. You're talking about understanding... Who you you are. Yeah. And that there's some things that you can grow into. And yeah, okay. Yeah, and there's... I mean, there's... Or just realizing, like, you don't... You're not going to be you, Steven. Like, you like to play basketball and you like to prove that you can dunk a basketball at every birthday. That doesn't mean you're going to go join the Los Angeles, you know, and play with your boy. Like, that didn't happen then. Don't shit on my dreams. I can do anything I want. <laughs> well, you're going to need a lot of personal development in order to do maybe some physical development. Yeah. And But I'm just saying you're comfortable with that. You know that. And you're just as happy watching the games and wearing the shirt. Right? Yeah. It's like, but you can develop your knowledge for how they play the game. For the record, Ben's referencing the fact that I'm wearing a Los Angeles Lakers shirt today because we won championship 17 last night. What was that yesterday? That was yesterday. Cool. Yes. Um, So I'm going to ask a question. You can treat this as a rhetorical question if you like. If you have an answer or you want to take a bash at answering it, go right ahead. Why is personal growth important to you? Well, it it may just be something that's introspective. Like I said, if you don't have an answer. No, I think I do have an answer, right? It's like I always have an answer. I can always come up with something. I think personal growth is important to me. Because I like to be continually growing. I mean, it's not like it's, it's sometimes it's just the process of it, like the process of learning and getting better. It's like, mm-hmm. I mean, when I do goal setting, right, it's like I set a goal and I don't, and then you achieve it and I don't stop once I achieve that goal, right? It's like I set another goal. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, it's about the process of it more so than necessarily the goal, if that makes sense. And personal development, I mean, from a, an emotional standpoint, even it's like, it's like, 
I'd like to be stronger emotionally. You want to be a good father. You want to be a good husband. You want to be a good friend. And so in order, I think, to be those things to those people that are important in your lives, you yourself need to be strong uh, mentally and emotionally. Mm-hmm. And so I think that professional development feeds into is my soul in the right place? Yeah. Well, that's um, that's interesting because I think I know I've talked about it a lot that falling in love with the process is more important than getting to the goal or getting to the finish line. Mm-hmm. That's metaphorical, I guess. It's it's never really there, right? And that's why the wabi sabi process is something that I just love. That that concept of 4.0, we're going to always be looking to release the next better version, right? But it's not that there's not goals there and that Mm -hmm. you can't celebrate those releases. I mean, to your point, think of what they call it when Apple's uh, uh, celebration, I think is what they even call some of those, or some companies do. They have a celebration when they release something new, right? It's not that they're not acknowledging the fact that they hit a new goal and they're not enjoying it. And I think when you lose that part of it, it does just become about the process entirely and sometimes that can be negative even mm-hmm. right when you don't take the time to celebrate some of the wins so here's something that i think is is often misunderstood or at least misaligned with company values or personal values or you know family values i think often people misrepresent experience as growth so you know you've, you've talked to somebody like i've been through this 20 times i've done this five years, 10 years, I know what to do. And this is how we're going to do this. This is what's going to happen. And this is going to be the outcome. Often, if you don't have that, that vision, that, that value of wanting to grow, like you said, always looking to continue to grow, often you'll end up use these outdated processes Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. longer than you should. Mm -hmm. And you don't embrace new technology. You don't embrace new ideas. You don't embrace in better and more um, efficient ways of doing things. Yep. Um, so yeah, I think growth and experience are not the same. And you know, it, it brings me back to I, I think wouldn't even was, say they're close. That's why you see young CEOs mm-hmm. and young folks get you know promoted over someone they're senior. Yeah, it's like growth does not or experience does not equal growth. You can be ignorant to the world and continue on with the same archaic processes. Yep, and never grow. And that was, it, it makes me think of, I can't remember if it was last week or the week before that I mentioned, I, I overheard that conversation at the casino of the lady that was just up in Her arms that job, she had yeah. been there for such a long time. A and someone that had only been there for five years versus her 13 years got promoted to a position and had title and, 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 and obviously influence. So, yeah. You know what I think is fun about that type of situation? How much you want to bet that the gal that got promoted over the gal who's been there longer? I think they were both females you said mm-hmm. so that the gal who got promoted actually learned and grew from the experiences of the other woman who didn't get promoted who'd been there longer right yeah it's like somebody can experience it and not grow somebody can witness someone else experience it and grow through witness mm-hmm. of it it's like that's, that's just amazing it's like you don't even have to experience it to grow from it yeah well i don't know if it's the podcast i don't know if it's just that we're we're good at what we do and, and we're, we're fairly prominent and there's also a little bit of seniority now within the community that you and I run in having both been past presidents of Spokane Young Professionals but I had a, a young uh, young girl not young young lady reach out to me and ask advice um, and she's a member of Spokane Young Professionals I won't give her name or see where she works or anything like that 
but she basically came to me and said, what do you do when you work on a team and you've got people who are upset with you for performing at a high level, saying that you make them look bad, that your achievements and your 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 growth and everything that you're doing is making us have to work harder and more than we've ever had to work before. And the first thing I told her was, first of all, you shouldn't feel bad about that. Second of all, if you plan on being with this company for a long time and being in a, a, a leadership position, I said, keep doing what you're doing because you're leading without title. And then when you do get title and you do get seniority, you get rid of these people. And I said, and I'm not saying that they can't be helped or fixed. I'm just saying that right now their mindset is that they want to show up and they want to leave and they want to do the bare minimum. And you're showing what's, key, what's possible in an industry where you're compensated for doing more. Mm-hmm. So don't stop doing what you're doing. Keep growing and make sure that you remember these people coming and basically telling you that they want to do less and that you're spoiling that for them because that's not who I want to work with for or have as subordinates for me. Well, so. what's interesting is those people, it seems like they're saying that out of fear of something, right? Like they're fearful that they're going to be noticed that they're slacking on the job or that, mm-hmm. you know, there's an insecurity that maybe they're not stepping up and giving their best. It's like, well, if you were giving your best, what's the problem? Like, why yeah. would you be worried? So well, obviously, you know that you're not giving your best. Mm-hmm. I don't so know. That's interesting. It, it's kind of like that old thing that the people that say something can't be done are often overtaken by the people doing it, right? Yeah. And that's that kind of situation. So her numbers have been great. She's in a sales role. Essentially, she reached out to me for some mentorship, but that was her biggest concern, that these people were taking a shit on her for doing so well and saying, now we have to work harder. And I guess what they do is they they have sales goals that they meet the bare minimum, and she's far exceeding them. And how dare you make us look bad? And it's like, well, she's not making you look bad. You're making yourself look bad by being lazy assholes. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe. Well, especially in a sales role. I mean, yeah. of course she's going to try and make as much money and do as well as she can. Mm-hmm. And just to put this in a perspective, I feel that the appropriate thing for those people to do, regardless of tenure, is to go to her and say, hey, we've never seen somebody put these kind of numbers up for such a sustained period of time. What are you doing? How are you doing it? And how do we all do this so that as a group, we thrive? Because it's kind of set up. It's similar to how Heartland set up. There's individual goals, there's team goals, there's multipliers, there's, yeah. you know, and, and it's like we could, you could all come out of this much further ahead. Well, and on the professional development front or personal development front, like if she's able to put together a program that helps her colleagues out, I mean, <laughs> exactly. talk about a development opportunity for yourself and then to not only be recognized for your firm and grow. Yeah. I mean, that's a great. And again, it's funny thing. you say that because that's what I said to her. Because the the higher ups have asked her like hey how come you're doing this but the office isn't and obviously this is the you're making us look bad thing yeah let me show them how take that and run with it just say hey would you like me to put something in place to where i show them my systems and my processes and how i show up every day because it's truly like a mirror image of some of the older people that i've worked with at heartland because she actually said to me she's like they're pissed off because i work less than them because again it's a sales role a lot of commission so if she works less, she gets paid less. If she works more, she gets paid more. Or there's the work smarter. She has her systems in place. She shows yeah. up after yeah. them. She leaves before them. 
her numbers are better she's compensated better she's making them look bad well that's happening in finance right now too yeah i mean you've got folks with the old school brokerage model way of doing things you know where they're they're not fee-based they're commission-based mm-hmm. so they can trade things and they're not wanting to utilize technology right they were going old school it's like man if you would just embrace tech uh, you can make your life a lot easier. Mm-hmm. You could provide more value to your clients and be paid for it. Yep. It's, it's like, come on, people. Hey, we already talked about innovation. refuse to grow. Last week was innovation and adaptability. Remember, this week is personal growth. Stop, stop mixing our topics up. Guess what? Through innovation, you can personally grow. Exactly. Don't you love how our topics kind of just merge together so what do you think of the main benefits then of 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 having that mindset and constantly looking to grow what did you just say (laughs) (laughs) you said something before benefits and i didn't even it was like benefits and what do you you think are the main benefits the main having that mindset that growth mindset versus fixed mindset honestly i think it's kind of like we were talking about earlier right even if you're in a negative spot and you're speaking positivity, you're going to be more positive. So, yeah. I mean, if you're having a mindset of personal growth and personal development, you're going to grow. Even on a day where you don't feel like it, you're like, nope, I'm going to go, even if it's just read a positive quote, or I'm going to go read a paragraph from this book that yeah. I've been wanting to read from, or I'm going to do some one tiny little thing, right? Sweet, that's personal development. So, I don't know. I'm not sure that answered your question, but... Yeah. I think it did. So you know me, I like lists. Oh, of course you do. So again, in preparation, which I know you didn't do for this Do you podcast. do a, you can suck a fatty, but <laughs> I you would actually make a good husband purely because you like lists. So your honey-do list would be great. You could probably crank that sucker out. My honey-do list would be me putting a credit card on the table and saying, <laughs> no, we pay people to do that shit. <laughs> I hate chores like that. I know. hate it. That's why it'd be fun to see you have to do a honey-do list. <laughs> yeah, not going to happen. <laughs> uh, Steven, the bathroom, toilet's not turning. It's just running still. Oh, that kind of shit I don't mind. I'm talking like mowing the lawn and friggin' go and build this. No. like and, and flat pack furniture and stuff, I'm fine with. I'm just more like when you've got guys that have an entire garage full of power tools to do things, I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> My time's worth more than this. Maybe they enjoy it. Yeah, maybe. Or they lie about enjoying it. I genuinely think that's a thing as well. Um, I've got tools. I think people feel obliged to have tools and do all that stuff. But I'm like. The one I like actually is like chainsawing, getting out and cutting down trees and cutting on like. Yeah, I would do that. I would do that. That's not a honey do list. I'm talking. I I literally am talking about things like, (laughs) will you. tile the bathroom downstairs no i will pay somebody to tile the bathroom See, downstairs That's i wouldn't a, do that purely because i'm not yeah. good enough and it would look like no th- you can learn it i mean it's a learn learnable skill but yeah but i don't have a nice there's two on. reasons i wouldn't do it one that sounds tedious as hell because you got to make I, i've done it by the way you've got to make everything flat you got to do this grout it it's it's lab it's so labor intensive and two i don't trust that i can do it better than mm-hmm. somebody I can pay to do it totally. and have it that's insured if he cool. doesn't do it right because if I fuck it up we're paying for it again nope that's <laughs> can't tell me how many times I've done that <laughs> exactly I've also seen my dad think he can do all these things around the house and end up paying somebody to do it love my dad but he, he makes more mistakes when he tries to do things than he does 
you know, he figures it out. He's very technical. He figures it out eventually, and then he'll do it properly. It just take a hot minute. But yeah, I don't like that. So, um, but yeah, list back to the list. This is why we go your list. Yeah. yeah, your list. <laughs> um, so the reason I want to always have a personal growth mindset, and I think other people should, um, is that one more and continued success for you and the people that are around you. Two, you'll get closer to your actual potential and you'll attract the same caliber of people in your life, right? So do you want to be surrounded by people that feel like they're as good as they'll ever be, they've got what they'll always have, and eventually you're going to deal with mental health issues if that's the case because there's only so much of the same old, same old that people can take, I think, right? Um, Yeah, that's an interesting perspective, I think. You're because I'm not sure. I mean, we all have those friends that have no necessarily aspirations for career development, right? And they just are cool working their nine to five job and coming home and watching TV. And it doesn't need to be out. career development. Personal growth comes I in know. other ways. I'm just talking in general, right? Yeah. Like that's just an example of it. Like I, your career development is part of your personal development. Yeah. I would say. That was just an example, the easiest example of it, too. Mm-hmm. It could be physical development. It could be, you know, I know people who go to work, they come home, they play video games. Show me a person that doesn't have an aspiration to grow something. And I'll show you a person that's probably going to throw themselves off a bridge. Well, yeah, that's, they're in the pit And of that's my point, depression. yeah. But I think everybody has certain things that they're looking to grow in. And I think sometimes people don't realize that they just need a nudge in the right direction. Um, no, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Well, so the uh, the next benefit to that is your confidence will rise. And, mm-hmm. I mean, think of the people that are going to be around you if your confidence is higher and you're, you're achieving more. They're going to be enriched by that because you're enriched by it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's the whole knock-on effect. It's the... Um, and that's personal development. Yeah, I'm happy Confidence. because you're happy, and the people yeah. around are happy, and we're we're the product, and well, we're the product we of the people we spend somebody. the most time with, right? Yeah, when we all know somebody, when you're around them, it's just like you're just laughing, and you just feel more uplifted, mm-hmm. right? I mean, there's certain people that just have that call the attitude of gratitude or whatever, right? Like they're just always positive, and you're just like <laughs> you are. You are fun to be around. I like you. It's like it's always. Mm-hmm. I always feel better after I've talked with you for an hour, had coffee or beer or whatever. Yeah, I think it's people like you al- can be that person. Yeah, I think people always think of personal growth as new things, but I think what you do is you actually accentuate. Oh, th- let me try and say that again. Accentuate <laughs> the. Um, <laughs> that was very. <laughs> you accentuate the positives. <laughs> you accentuate the strengths you do have and build on them. Mm-hmm. as well as adding new skills to your repertoire, right? And new insights and, and outlooks. And you're just better all around. Everything that you can do gets better. Everything that you couldn't do, you're learning, right? Um, and then I've got many of your character traits will improve. Everything from hu- integrity, humility, self-awareness, and your influence is going to grow as well. The more proficient you are and the more well-rounded you are because you're grown and again we're not just talking career we're talking spiritual physical emotional professional um relational everything that you can possibly grow in just your your level of influence and everything's gonna i mean 
the level of trust you have with people. I mean, again, if you're if you're grown as a as a spouse, if 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 your wife or, or husband, or just to be PC partner is uh, um, <laughs> is uh, seeing growth in you on a daily basis and seeing you where you were yeah. versus where you are. Uh-huh. They're going to trust you with more. They're mm-hmm. going to. They're well, going they're to, going to feel motivated. To they're do going the to same. defer to you on those strengths, and you're going to basically, you're going to, in the long run, improve your relationship because not every little minutia detail has to be discussed now. Now you have the capacity and the and the trust to do things in a somewhat autonomous way. That's how I look at it. Um, it's almost like you've earned the right to, this is your lane, you go in it because you've earned that, you know? No, I, that makes sense. I don't have anything to add to that. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sounds yeah. good. So there's my list. Those oh, are that things. was it? Those are, those are my benefits, I guess, to, to growth and, and being so focused on personal growth. I think one of the things that, that you've said to me in the past is you kind of, and the this was one of the nicer things you've said to me when you weren't calling me a dick bag, is that you admire my drive. And this is stuff that on a daily basis, I, I listen, I read, I watch, and then I share. And, you know, personal growth for me comes in many ways. It's listening to podcasts from people that are established in, in their field and are, are able to provide me insight into the things I'm doing. It's, you know relationally how how are people maintaining relationships that i've struggled to maintain it's mm-hmm. um i didn't mean to just go right on that one mm-hmm. <laughs> your relationship right? so, mm-hmm. who's the dick bag <laughs> relationships i've struggled about mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. say like, that wow. one again well, you want to you want to just kick me and compound it while i'm down i'm happy so, by the way somebody give me a little salt yeah um, what what was I talking about? You made me lose my my train of thought. It's relationships. That you, yeah. yeah, no, it's not just it's everything. It's, you said what you do for personal. Oh, what podcasts I do daily. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, I made that goal that I set with you a few weeks ago. I've been watching golf videos. I've been playing more golf. I've mm-hmm. been using swing trainers. I've been trying different things on the course. So I feel like my my putting was really good this past weekend because it's something I focused on. Good. So yeah. now I've got a. You know, I, I'm not just See, my putting, my short game. Just off the tee, I was awful the other day. But, you know, 100 yards and in, yeah, I was yeah. making it rain. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's where you pick up strokes. So that's why I'm focusing there. That's a good thing to focus on but because it's, these it's easy to get that, out to the driving yeah. range and improve. Well, not just that. It's it's beyond that. It's learning from people. It's what have you tried, you know? Watching a five-minute video when I'm doing something that, well, that I can multitask. Well, that goes back to the or, earlier story yeah. of the person growing through someone else's experience mm-hmm. right it's like it doesn't always necessarily need to be you but yeah you said something that's pretty interesting there with regard to putting it's like my putting improved because that's what i've been working on right it's like what i wanted to say is like it's kind of interesting it's obvious but where your focus lies is where you grow right so the things you focus on are the things you get better at so mm-hmm. it's like you get to choose what you focus on so it, i mean for the most part, right? There's obviously things that might pull you away, but from your focus, and, and that's fine, that'll happen. But you focus on putting. You got better at putting. That was your, it's an area of personal development for you, right? That's the thing. Personal development is such a wide, I mean, you could put putting under personal development, mm-hmm. right? Of course. 
and one of the things when we're doing when we're talking about financial planning, one of the cards that we utilize. So I use a kind of unique card game, if you will, when we're doing financial planning with people to empower them to share details of their life that I would might want to pull into the financial plan to empower them to kind of live their best life, right? And one of the ones that comes up uh, the most is uh, expand hobbies and, and education and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. And People, the stuff they come up with, oh, I want to get my motorcycle endorsement. Oh, I wanted to go back to school and learn about gardening. Oh, I wanted to do this, right? It's a lot of professional, or excuse me, personal development that they want to do, that they want to live their life. But it's like so many people wait to do it too, which is the interesting thing. Like it's, it's something that they're talking about in retirement, right? Like one of the things is I'll have more time. So if I can retire, I'll be able to do these personal development things. But Stephen's rolling his eyes, right? And it's a time thing to some degree, but it's like personal development doesn't have to be something that you do four hours a day either, right? It's like these people are wanting to do it during retirement, which is great. Mm-hmm. You focus on it more, which is great. And maybe they're maybe they are doing some of it now, um, and they just want more time to focus on it, which is yeah. great. Do that. Focus on your gardening hobby more, mm-hmm. whatever it is. But. I guess what I'm trying to say is personal development doesn't have to be at the expense of professional development too. Because I think a lot of people think that they need to focus on their profession and their professional development. And what suffers is personal development with regard to relationships, physical Mm -hmm. health, mental health, all these other things that really feed into your professional development even, right? Yep. It's like if you're struggling with personal stuff guess what else is going to struggle well that leads into a thought i had a little earlier and didn't even bring up but i'll do it now is we talk about balance a lot Mm -hmm. and a huge part of growth personal growth is balance for me and I, i say that because I think one of the biggest pitfalls you can have here is a singular focus, right? Mm -hmm. So people think personal growth, they think, I need to be in this position at work by this age. And they'll they'll focus solely on that. Relationships suffer. Their personal life suffers. Their fitness suffers. Their health suffers. There's all these, their their mental health, everything. It's just because that's their singular focus, right? And the personal growth part comes from the fact that if there was more balance, it's not to say you still can't work hard and achieve that position. Totally. With a with a balance, you're going to be more refreshed when you show up at that job. You're going to be a nicer person to be around. You're going to have more advocates. You're going to have people pushing and pulling for you. Well, not only that, but let's be real. In your first mm-hmm. scenario, if you're purely focused on the goal, you get to the goal. It was sweet for a day, mm-hmm. and then you have nothing else. Yeah. So it's like, I think balance is probably the most important because at the end of the day, you'll actually have people, you know, to share with and you'll have positive memories of that process and enjoying the process versus just getting there, having this euphoric high for one day mm-hmm. and then going back into a process that you didn't actually enjoy. Yeah. This is why some athletes, they get to the absolute pinnacle of their game. Go to a pit of depression. And they don't know what to do. Yeah. And, and it's... They never had the balance. They never had the, other than this singular well, focus. Honestly, if you saw uh, the last dance, right? We look at it and you mm-hmm. look at Michael Jordan and there's a couple times in there where, I mean, I will, am probably convinced that he is a depressed individual. No. When you look at that video. 
it's like, and I've actually talked about it with some psychologists. So mm. you can say no, but it's what's interesting is like he looks depressed in some of those videos because I'm not sure he knows anymore. And I, I'm totally pulling this out of my tuchus. Like it's good. I'm not sure he knows what his purpose anymore is. He has new challenges. So um, golf for one similarity between he and I, I guess. Um, but more than that, he's he's now an NFL or, or sorry, an NBA owner. So yeah. he owns the Charlotte Hornets. Hmm. So now his focus and his drive is to get them a championship as an owner. Um, and it's similar with, uh, I mean, the late great—I hate saying it—Kobe Bryant. Um, you know, he retired. He had his plan. He, he won an Oscar. He was in the me- He was going to be a media mogul. He was making these kids' books and these kids' movies and. You know, he was doing it in a different way, and it was—he transitioned so well. And there's a great interview that I can let you see, and it's um, again, it's a, a, a parallel to Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan continued the basketball legacy. Mm-hmm. Kobe walked away. Kobe was only interested in basketball for his daughters. Um, basketball gave him what he wanted. He loved the game. He had nothing else to give the game, so he found this other pursuit, this growth pursuit, to where hey, I'm going to be in media and I'm going to be in you know he wanted to be a mogul he was a businessman then and that was his focus and that's you see that a lot more now with athletes so the actual percentage um, and I can send you an article on this as well the actual percentage of athletes that retire and don't find additional pursuits whether it be TV or or business is much less now than it was even 20 years ago so Mm. if you look at a lot of which is funny because they're paid more now well, they do, but they, I mean, they were still wealthy 20 years ago when they were retiring, but now there's just so many more avenues and support and, you know, people saying, hey, do you want to be on TV? Do you want to come and talk about the game now? Do you, yeah. what, what do you want to do next? I just Endorsement think it's, deals, all I that think it's of more of a, I think, and again, it's probably with the understanding that mental health is much more prominent and, and less stigmatized. So mm, that's yeah. probably why, but yeah, I... I see why you could think that about MJ and I guess he and his therapist are probably the only people that could shed light on it Mm -hmm. but I don't think he's depressed I think he's very reflective and I think I I know money doesn't solve all problems but I don't know that you can be a billionaire and be truly depressed Um, (laughs) I'm joking I'm joking I was Um, like are you kidding me (laughs) but no I think for him there's still there's still that competitive edge he always needs to compete whether it be as an owner or a player or, you know, he'll find some other pursuit to compete with people and gamble and, and do the things he's got to do. I've talked to you about that, the fact that the only time I feel the same edge, the same competitive edge, is when I gamble, is when I played football and basketball. Competitive edge. Yeah. You, you, you know, you've got that, that competitive nature that I want to win. I want to take the money from the house. Mm-hmm. Or I want to take your money or whoever I'm playing against, you know. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So this is interesting because again, this comes from what we were just talking about. I've got low self-esteem can often lead to stagnation. Um, yeah. But the irony is, if you grow, learn, improve, then your self-worth and self-esteem will skyrocket. Well, because you feel more empowered. Yeah. Right? When you're in, I talked about this on Friday a little bit. 
and I guess it's just the idea of knowledge, right? It's like when you have knowledge, you're less scared of doing things. When you have knowledge, you feel more empowered to go and do things. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what it comes down to a lot of the time, right? Like people are scared of the market because they don't understand it. Yeah. Yeah. Not because they're, you know, worried about their account value going down. They just don't understand why their account value is going down. But if you actually understood mm-hmm. why it was doing, you know, going up, down, or sideways, then you might be not necessarily okay with it, but more likely to stay the course. Have we ever talked about my biggest fears? Probably. Uh, yes, being called unathletic. <laughs> was the what you said, actually. That's, that's one of them, yeah. I <laughs> that don't was, ever your, want that was your big one. I don't want people to look at me and go, he's not... He wasn't an athlete, or he isn't an athlete. Um, that's one of them. Um, and I'm, I hate spiders. Um, <laughs> I didn't know you hate spiders. Which, but, God, someday we're going to play a hell and, of a break. And there's a few others. Like, I, the thought of people thinking I smell bad. Like, I don't ever want to smell bad. You know, I and I know like you that share one. that with me. <laughs> ben forgot deodorant at the weekend, and I wasn't about to share my stick with him. So, and I was like, oh, we got to find a store. I got to buy deodorant. <laughs> And like, you know, I'm just going to shower tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, but I got like an hour and a half car ride back with you guys. Like, I don't yeah. want to freaking smell. I'll share lots of things with you, but not my deodorant. Yeah, I don't necessarily. I don't, and I didn't want your deodorant. Don't want your armpits anywhere. And Lord know. only knows where else you um, put that deodorant, too. No, but don't want I no think. Swass. So I always, and I'm going to get to probably my, my most irrational slash rational fear. Okay, okay, um, okay. I always want to leave people that care about me and I care about them um, or people that quote unquote deserve it I want to leave people with value right and that could be I was funny and they enjoyed it it could be I was Mm -hmm. compassionate and they liked that I gave them a hug when they needed it I you know gave a little bit of knowledge that I had that I could impart to them right so I always want to provide value I could you know, I can I can help with your business. I can, right? Yeah. Um, I know a guy that knows a guy. Like that's probably sexist these days, but um, that's something I strive for, yeah. right? So I am terrified of settling for where I am, what I have, and who I am, and that's what drives me mm-hmm. to constantly grow and constantly make little investments in myself from waking up in the morning and going to the gym to listening to podcasts and books and I mean I shared my uh, my Audible password I shouldn't say that loudly in case Audible listens and gives us in trouble but you've got it I, I've probably given it to a hundred people right and I love seeing that other people are reading and enjoying or listening to and enjoying the books that have provided me insight and growth and you know even the, the catalyst or the impetus to go I'm going to grow here so that's a fear of mine and I think that personal growth should come from providing value not just in the business sense but in the professional the personal sense the, well, as a the friend, spiritual even, sense yeah, yeah. you know, you know you, do you, you remember what my biggest fear was? we did have this conversation yeah you did say your biggest fear is I don't remember you just described it I told you it was being mediocre. Being mediocre, yeah. It's like I've never wanted to be seen as somebody who's mediocre, right? Yeah. It's like, and so from a personal development standpoint, it's like I try to do things that kind of push me out of my comfort zone a little bit to try and expand 
it's not always like to a great deal, but even just a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Like I had a saying that was like, if it scares me, it's probably the thing that I should do, right? And I think that's how you grow. And yeah, that's I guess that's something that would be interesting to note, even with regard to personal development, is that it's not necessarily not going to be scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or it it's not going to, or it's not going to be comfortable, right? Yeah. It's like a lot of these things and growth is t- terribly uncomfortable. You think about it, you think about it from a physical standpoint. When you're in a growth spurt, and your muscles can hurt as a kid because it's like you're growing at such a rapid pace that it's painful sometimes, and you mm-hmm. get like pull marks on your skin like, from growing so fast. It's like getting out of your comfort zone, growing, expanding your abilities is not an easy thing to do, but it's a rewarding thing to do. Yeah, the most rewarding things in life scare the shit out of you totally think about how scared you were to have Weston I didn't even know yeah (laughs) and then the second one came along and you didn't think oh god we got this I've done it all before you were shit scared again right yeah I mean you're definitely in a different position to where you're like I I have a better (laughs) understanding of what to expect now my my life has already changed Significantly, so it's less of a significant change. So but. I would describe it to the fear when you're waiting in line to get on a roller coaster, right? You're <laughs> yeah. excited. You're, there's that trepidation. You're just like, oh, I want to, I want. Oh, this is going to be, this is going to be great. And then you get, you get that thrill for the thirty seconds that it zooms around, and then you get off, and you're like, wow, that was awesome. Why was I so scared? Yeah, let's but do it then, again. But then when you get in line for the next ride or even the same ride, it's the same thing. The anticipation is what gets you, right? Yeah. The anticipation and the fear. and But to some so, degree, that also gets easier, yeah. I'd say. But I would say this as well. Which if, is how you develop. If you are going to work, if you are going home to someone, if you are everything that you do, if you don't have a little bit of that fear slash trepidation slash excitement, you gotta you need some personal growth. And it might be that what you're doing can yeah, be fixed or growth, grown or, or made better. So I'm not saying give up on it. I'm just yeah. saying that you have to find that. You have to find that stimulus, that that why, that, hey, how do I grow here? Mm-hmm. Can I grow here or do I need to move on? Yeah, or um, do I want to grow here? And on that, I mentioned going home to someone. I have seen this two or three times in the last few weeks. And if we were still doing like, accountability updates or anything like that I would probably talk about it there but girls that I know are in relationships that I can tell are toxic because of how they're acting Hmm. they can only say hello to me when boyfriend isn't around or they are acting in a way that they've changed things they've deleted social media at his request or and I'm just watching it and going, that's not a relationship, that's a manipulation, that's toxic. Yeah, it's not a positive thing. But I can't feel that for you and I can't make you change. You got to do that on your own. And it's it's heartbreaking because it's people I care about as well. And I'm saying it's girls, it is at this point three girls, but I've seen it with guys as well. Yeah. So that, uh, Off air, I'll tell you I'll actually more about that. I'm dealing with that with a buddy right now. I will tell you about some people you know also off air. I also wrote down something, and I don't know if this is a quote. I know it's something that I've heard. I think it's important yeah. um, to share it. And you might like it because it's got an investment slant. Ooh. But the way I've written it down, and again, I haven't put it in quotes, and I don't know who to attribute it to if I just picked it up randomly or whatever. But I've got here, 
The only investment in life that guarantees a return is an investment in yourself. Yeah, I've heard that as well. Yeah. So is that the quote, or is it, have I bastardized it? Or? No, it's along those lines, or that's the quote. I'm not certain on yeah. the exact quote, but the, the meaning, I think, behind that quote is mm-hmm. coming across. Yeah, good. So, you know, you double down on yourself. The worst thing that can happen is you have more knowledge and extra skill, yeah, yeah. more insight, you know. Well, and you have a continual ROI. Yeah. Pers- you sp- always use that education for something at some mm-hmm. point in your life, and you never really know when it's going to benefit you either. That's the funny thing about this, right? You're like, gosh, I have no idea when I'm going to use this particular knowledge. Or, yeah, I met this person. I went out of my way to meet them. I did this, but and I have no idea why or when this is actually going to benefit me. And now I'm spending half the day, like, helping them do this. And it's like, and then two years later, <laughs> they're helping you on a massive deal that's going to make your career. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, or... I- they introduce you to your future wife or spouse. Yeah, I do want to say, and I know we have some people in education that listen to this, personal growth and personal development does not always mean a degree or an MBA or going back to school. I would say more often than not, it's yes. not that. So it doesn't, and that leads into the one of the final things I want to talk about, I'm sure we could probably keep going on this, is... It doesn't need to be this monumental thing that you aim at and go. Mm-mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna climb Mount Everest in a month. First off, <laughs> that's physically employment. Yeah. Uh, that's physically impossible. It can be small changes, right? And yeah. it's it's oh, like I always totally. used to say when I was coaching. Hey, lots of little things done well add up to great things eventually, yep. right? Well, instead so, of being just a better soccer player, practice one kick. Yeah, practice the type of kick that's going to make you better for the mm-hmm. next game. You know, I think it's incremental. So I look at it from the perspective of of uh, Mel Robbins, the five second rule. I, I don't know if you've listened to that one yet mm-hmm. in my in my uh, Audible. You know, she talks about incremental change quite often. Yeah, and it's look, you don't become a morning person overnight. You don't just set an alarm for four a.m., five a.m., start waking up at that time, and everything's hunky dory. You take measures, you make small changes, you go to bed earlier, obviously, for one. You might put the alarm across the room so you physically have to get up, or it might be in another room. You maybe make sure that your sleep patterns are better with blackout curtains, and you know you get a new mattress, and you make sure you're making all these incremental yep. changes so that your overall Is goal... Is the foundation built. Yeah. yeah, of becoming the morning person that wakes up gets out of bed and does something in the morning when you're you know i often joke i love walking out the gym at 6 30 a.m having been there for an hour and a half or an hour or whatever it is knowing that before some people have even woken up i've achieved something i'll be showered and i'll be dressed have with a workout behind me ready to go and i've achieved something before anybody else is awake and it just feels good mm-hmm. and it, it's my head start for the day and you can I tell you, when I started going to the gym early, I hated it. But I knew it was the only time that was non-negotiable. From 4 a.m. to 6.37, if anybody wants my time at that point. So I guess personal growth to, to stay on that is make it work for yourself. Make it work with your routine. Make it work with your lifestyle, right? So if you like a glass of wine at night and you like to watch a movie at 9 until 11... You're not going to be a morning person. You might have to fit those things elsewhere or do them less often. Or So 
again, I don't want to just focus on... Well, there's on, a cost-benefit, I think, to some yeah. of this stuff, too. It's like, you don't necessarily need to be a morning person. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to be... I mean, don't force yourself into something, like, that you don't want to do or doesn't align with who you are. I think knowing... Yeah. That's why I said going back to, like, knowing yourself, right, and being comfortable with who you are and not trying to force yourself to do things that you don't actually want to do. It's like, what's the point of getting up and going to the gym in the morning if you have no desire to actually get into better shape, right? And that's not what your actual goal is. Yeah. Then don't do it. My last thing I was going to say, and you kind of actually hit on it, and we've talked about it with Mel Robbins in the five-second rule, was just it was a challenge of sorts. Like, pick something small over the next couple of weeks to work on. And you probably have this. You're smiling over there. It's like, just pick something small to work on the next couple of weeks. It doesn't have to necessarily be some massive thing. It could be like, I'm no longer going to throw my hands up when I'm driving on the street when somebody pisses me off, right? Mm-hmm. And just recognize the action, recognize what you're doing, right? Because I think when you can recognize it, if you want to grow in it, then that's the first step, right? Recognize it, start acknowledging that you're doing it, and then you'll grow. Yeah. So pick something, acknowledge it, continue to grow. Yep. On that same vein, let me ask that same question for everybody that's listening. Are you happy where you are or do you have a personal growth plan? If not, it's not hard to make one. It's not hard to make a little change today, tomorrow and every day to start growing. Caveat. You said, are you happy? So mm-hmm. I think you can be happy and still have a personal development. Yeah. Just for the sake, just to clarifying that statement, yeah. right? It's like, because if you're, again, if it's about the process... It's like, yeah, I want to get here and I enjoy the process and I am happy with where I'm at and what I've accomplished, but I still want to get better. Let me rephrase it then. If you are where you are in five years or 10 years, will you be happy then? Exactly where you're at. And I'm talking from a personal growth standpoint, not location. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, well, hey, uh, thank you guys. That's probably as much as we can talk about this but yeah, we'd love some done. feedback we'd love you guys to rate review share we're seeing some really good listening share, numbers share share so keep sharing we're going to attribute that to you guys listening and telling other people to check it out love that both of us are getting people reaching out and saying hey i've listened i like this and well yeah. thank you guys yeah Appreciate thank you your listens we do and until the next time be good to yourselves and to each other you didn't steal it this week Boom. you dick bag